Hi all, this is RV Empath and this is the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is May 23rd, 2021 and how are you doing? As always, there is a lot of energy out there so let's do a quick recap of this past week in astrology and then we'll go over what is coming up. Do, do, do. So, let's see, it's the 23rd. So, I want to start looking at things from the 16th on. Recap. Um, we had the Sunshine Pluto retrograde. Wow, that was on the 17th. That's right. So, you probably experienced some sort of healing transformation at least if that was your focus which it should be let me remind you we are in a time of great healing I know that it seems as though that has been going on (laughs) forever but we are now starting to come out of the worldwide pandemic a little bit you know it's still weird but People are moving forward in their lives in different ways. So it's really important to focus on that healing aspect because we are stepping into living our best lives, right? Right. So keep on healing. 2020 was all about change. And yes, healing too. But a lot of change. So now it's up to us to work on ways every day to be and stay calm and balanced all right now remember Pluto is retrograde so that's a whole inner experience and Pluto is shadow side stuff issues related to power control so look for healthy empowerment and right use of power that is key Um, but transformation is totally there to be accessed it's like phoenix rising from the ashes sort of uh, energy what else pluto can also be about shared resources and intimacy on all levels so we also had venus sextile chiron healing harmony love Now, Chiron, remember, that has to do with healing anger and rage. So, that's always a good thing. You know, there are too many people are just popping off, like, just enraged about... um, This is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I think that people can get enraged about anything. So... That, that's what rage kind of is. It's sort of this, um, it's anger that is unleashed, but it doesn't even make sense. It's not logical anymore. And remember, I have this whole thing that I talk about where people basically can see whatever it is that they want to see. I mean, you can take a situation and you take different people looking at it And according to how calm and balanced they are, they can read different things in the situation. So people can totally just make up a whole story 
about what's happening according to how they are on the inner. So if you take someone who's like really, you know, uh, pissed off about everything, um, you know, addicted, uh, and you can be addicted to anger too, because that releases these chemicals in the body, right? So there are plenty of people who are like addicted to anger. Let me just say that. But yeah, you take someone who is um, unbalanced, hurt, angry, paranoid, scared, sick, I mean, unhealthy on like different levels, right? That totally the way they look at the world and the things that they see change according to that. It's really, you know, fascinating. <laughs> if it wasn't so, I don't know, <laughs> if it wasn't so overwhelming and like freaking scary at the same time. But whatever, I'm going down a side rant. Uh, what I'm, what am I trying to say? Chiron, healing anger. It's a good thing. <laughs> Healing rage. It's a good thing. Because it can get, and I think it has, gotten out of control in a lot of ways. It's important to like, you know, reel it all back in. And come from a place of being balanced and calm. Because healthy solutions can come from that. Um, so yeah, it's a whole, you know, it's very interesting because psychology plays into it and sociology and it's, you know, I could go on and on and I probably will, but let's move on for now. Um, Venus was also trying Saturn. So you probably had some kind of good opportunity, uh, to really get into a long-term goal or, or a work project or overcoming some kind of obstacle related to a new idea because Venus is in Gemini and Saturn is in Aquarius and that they're both air signs. So uh, we also had a couple squares going on. Sun square Jupiter and Mercury square Neptune that was yesterday so Neptune could have something to do with closing out a karmic energetic cycle or dealing with some sort of addiction or something related to your spirituality or subconscious squares ask for some sort of action and uh, Mercury is mind communication what you're learning Mercury is in Gemini. Mercury rules Gemini. And Neptune is in Pisces. Neptune rules Pisces. So that's a pretty strong square. Hmm. I was feeling super good yesterday. But today I'm feeling like eh. So if you're feeling up and down, I think that's kind of normal. I just wanted to put that out there. Don't get really distressed about it. If, uh, if possible, just aim for being uh, clear and calm and balanced. If you can't feel good, just sort of shift your way out of feeling bad. You know, you don't necessarily have to feel happy, joyful. It's always good to feel thankful. 
that's always that's pretty that's a pretty you know relatively easy thing to express I think um, because we all have things we could be thankful in our lives and if there's nothing there then that is your journey at this point I mean that's your mission right there ba bam <laughs> you got to focus on being thankful like finding things to be thankful for but like I said um, most of us have a few things uh, that we can certainly you know easily come up with in terms of being thankful so um, shift to that or shift to just being you know I call it clear I don't know what else to call it but just it's kind of like even being numb like that's better than feeling bad you know what I mean now uh, today Saturn went went retrograde so that is a more inner experience of Saturn in Aquarius and Saturn is work uh, overcoming obstacles long-term goals relationship to authority large and small who we are in the world so you could be sort of reassessing all of that excuse me okay um, looking out over the week and I might go back to talking look you can google Saturn retrograde in Aquarius and see you know read up more on it if you are feeling cold so uh, Venus semi sextile Mars that is happening tomorrow that's good I always like it when Venus and Mars are getting along that's you know feminine and masculine energy uh, Mercury quintile Chiron that's on the 25th and there's another quintile on the 25th as well the Sun quintile Neptune now quintiles are inner places of genius that we normally do not notice about ourselves so be open to that on the 25th between your mind what you're learning how you communicate and healing anger and rage also the Sun personal goals new beginnings physical body and Neptune dreams spirituality uh, energetic cycles subconscious there could be there could be some sort of epiphany that you can have um, and considering that the Sun has to do with the, your physical body it might have to do with healing some sort of unhealthy habit now the full moon in Sagittarius Ooh, why was I thinking it was in Libra very very interesting hmm um, it's a full moon in Sagittarius okay <laughs> this whole time I was thinking it was in Libra all right uh, that's happening on the 26th and it's an eclipse it's a lunar eclipse and it's a super moon because it is somehow closer uh, to the earth it's like going to be really huge and big in the sky I'm looking out at it tonight and it was bright 
very big, very bright. Sagittarius is very inspired. New uh, learning about things, travel, expanded horizons, legal issues as well. So you could be coming to some sort of culmination point when it comes to all that. It could be a time to celebrate. A lot of people are starting to go out again, dance, you know, have fun, but be still be safe about it, but maybe explore, do something new. Um, but, you know, look it up, definitely. And lunar eclipses are endings. So you could, you're closing out some sort of cycle in your life, but uh, Sagittarius is a great sign to do that in because it's expanded new beginnings. Like if you want to embark in learning new things and having new adventures, whoo, Sagittarius is the way to go. All right, on the 27th, we've got Venus square Neptune. Again, uh, that's love, harmony, social graces. Squares can be frustrating and stressful energies that ask for an action. And Neptune, again, Neptune keeps coming up. That could have to do with addictions, uh, dreams, spirituality, subconscious, that kind of thing. Um, Venus Quintel Chiron, very interesting. Chiron keeps coming up as well, as well as Venus. So this week, this next week seems to have a theme of Venus, Chiron, and Neptune. Healing. So, uh, again, that is the 28th Venus, quit. sorry, I keep dropping my ring on my laptop. I'm kind of fidgeting, I'm kind of playing with it. Uh, Venus Quintal Chiron. Now on the 29th, we have uh, Mercury conjunct Venus in the sign of Gemini and Mercury's turning retrograde. So that happens for about three weeks before it turns direct again. Now when it comes to Mercury retrograde, there's the shadow period of about a week and a half or three weeks or so before and after. But Mercury's turning retrograde on May 29th. And that will be, it will be in that retrograde period for three weeks before it turns direct. And then it there's some, there's like an, an after period where you kind of wait for it to get right again. <laughs> it's like all sluggish and stuff. So, um, but Mercury retrograde traditionally is things go a little wacky. Like when in terms of technology, you have to look things over twice when it comes to contracts and paperwork. Um, make an extra effort to get everything in order when it comes to travel, that kind of thing. Check the tires um, and miscommunications can happen. So be on the lookout for that. And the 29th is what, next Saturday? Yeah. Alrighty. And then uh, the 30th, we have an inconjunct between Venus and Pluto retrograde. That's a little bit of a stressful energy. Um, so that is happening next Sunday. And we'll do a recap and talk more about it then. Good news. On the 31st, we have Mars trine Neptune. So 
there's that. <laughs> that will be, the energy of that will be felt next weekend as well. So that's good. Trines are always good. Easy, breezy, lovely energies. Um, so that's the best of Mars and the best of, of Neptune. So dream, dream, dream a new dream. <laughs> and Mars will give you the energy and the direction to put some oomph behind it if you want to do something new. Um, all right. All right. Cool. Uh, I seem to be going through things kind of fast tonight, but that's it. That's that's my uh, look-see over when it comes to astrology over the week. So let's go to guidance cards now, shall we? I use the Osho Zen Tarot. I'm now going to ground and bless the cards in energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. And I encourage you to do some conscious breathing or take some time to clear your mind while I do this. And I will be back shortly. Thank you. Okay, I'm back. Remember, take time every day to connect with God, universal energy, right? God being shorthand for good. That's very important as a highly sensitive person. Oh, it's important for all, for everyone. Um, overarching, okay, overarching card for the week. We have eight of swords. What is up with that? Guilt. This features a woman who's holding her head and basically screaming in anguish and she has got one two three four five claws coming out of the the mucky yucky air around her right it's all it's gray and black like clouds which is the polluted air right the muck and yuck of our thoughts uh, so these claws are coming out of the smoke to claw at her head. So these, this is symbolism of thoughts within that drive us to madness, <laughs> basically. Now, the good news is at the top of this card, there is uh, this the sun basically breaking through because it is the same colors and the same flowers that are pictured on the sun card. So it's like the sun is starting to break through all this um, polluted air, this airspace in the mind. And you've got the beautiful flowers that are, and it's uh, lovely colors too, of purple and pink and white. Um, it's very healing, these healing like lilac and purples. So, um, so that is there. That is positive. It is there for you. 
Um, Eight of Swords is in the traditional tarot, it features a woman who's bound, blindfolded, and surrounded by swords, so she can't move. It's where we are stuck on the inner, and it um, has to do with stuff in our own mind that keeps us like bound within, okay? Not only bound within, but tortured. This poor woman is being tortured. So if you're experiencing guilt over something, it's important to make it right. Let's just say that straight out the gate. Um, Ho'oponopono, Hawaiian prayer forgiveness can help with that. That helps, that's like an error purifier that will help to heal any situation. So, um, again, it's, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, I love you, in any order. You don't even have to say necessarily all of those lines either. Remember, you don't have to mean it when you say it. You just have to be willing to make the situation better. You have to be willing to want to heal the situation. That's, that is what is needed. So, look it up, Google it, Ho'oponopono. Um, if you need to say you're sorry and make amends to someone, then do so. And that can be done in numerous ways as well. Whether it's writing a letter, um, it, you know, talking on the phone, or it may not have to do with even, you know, contacting or coming in contact with the person one-on-one. There could be other ways of rectifying the situation, but you got to figure it out yourself. That's an individual thing. So Google, <laughs> how do I make amends? You know, forgive, forgiveness. Um, how do I uh, receive forgiveness? How do I forgive? Well, this is about guilt. So if you're feeling guilty about something, you know, figure out how to make it right. Anyway, let's move on. Um, please, Osho Zen, give some more information about this this Eight of Swords. Um, what can listeners focus on to help heal that? This next week. Okay, we've got a lot. A whole bunch of cards fell out. We have Ten of Wands, Suppression, Six of Cups, The Dream, The Tower, which is th- Thunderbolt, king of swords which is control and two of cups all right let me look at this so the question was what can listeners focus on to help heal the eight of swords well you've got ten of wands which means you are overwhelmed you're overburdened there is stuff to let go of and stuff to put down if there's a lot of bs in your life that's sucking away your energy and you don't even want to do it and blah, blah, blah. Do what's necessary to relieve yourself of certain situations and obligations that no longer fit in your life. That's number one. Maybe you're feeling guilt because you have to let some of these things go. Get over it. (laughs) If you want to, you know, this is all about living a best life. So um, that means paring down to priorities, really. And so be kind about it, you know, be compassionate when you let things go and people and situations, you know, bless it all. Um, I thank you, I bless you, I release you, you know, Um, pray, 
ask give it to your guardian angels you know ask for it energy for the highest good for all uh most benevolent outcome for all but definitely let some stuff go ten of wands is being overwhelmed now the good news is it is a ten <laughs> so what comes after that is new beginnings it, aces come after the tens so quit suppressing yourself and what you want and you know and this person is bound remember i was talking about the eight of uh, swords woman who's all tied up and blindfolded and what have you featured on this card you have an individual who's tied with ropes like down in a hole but the good news is the ropes are starting to fall away the person can uh climb out if they look up their head they're holding their head as well this woman the woman with all the claws coming out of the smoke and she's holding her head with both hands this this individual on the ten of wands is holding his head so you might be experiencing headaches or something oh my well that will get better when you start freeing up your schedule okay and letting some of these things go because the next card is six of cups this is a very very sweet energy in the traditional tarot it points to soulmates it points to nostalgia um, people from the past but it's it's a inspired kind of sweet nostalgic innocent energy now in the Osho Zen it's a little different it shows a girl who's looking up into the sky and she's having like a daydream about a romantic she sees um, the epitome of the ultimate romantic couple like the Empress and the Emperor together and I think in the book it talks a little bit about like don't get swept away with romantic visions um, I don't know I don't know about all that <laughs> when I see six of cups I just tend to I think it, it is a, it's called the dream you know I think it is a time to dream really we're dreaming up our 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 new lives that we're stepping into right so um, dream away as far as I'm concerned now there's the tower thunderbolt things are changing this is divine timing if there is something that's coming to an end in your life it's because it's it's meant to it's uh, no longer working for you um, so you know trust it this is change now tower moments can be smaller they don't have to be big dramatic things uh, we're all going through change in some way shape or form so uh, yeah it's like I I've said that 2020 was like a constant was the year of the tower <laughs> same with 2021 I mean it's still going on so what can help with that king of swords control now this card is uh, you know what you can control you can to a certain extent control your mind you know clearing your mind what you allow yourself to dwell on what you allow yourself to focus on what you um, uh, you can also control a little bit how you feel 
You know, you have to, and that all comes from being conscious, being conscious of what you're thinking, feeling, being conscious of what you're seeing, having critical thinking. What am I seeing? What's really happening? Am I misunderstanding this? Chances are yes. <laughs> I think we misunderstand things like all the time. Um, a king of swords is very clear, knows his truth, lives his truth, is calm, you know, cuts things out that are a waste of time and that are, are not priorities. Um, really has it together in terms of, you know, clarity and truth, living personal truth. And then you have two of cups, friendliness. Two of cups is, is um, connection, connection with another. So it could be a, a brand new friend, yes, but it could also be romance, um, really committed partnership. Two of Cups is a beautiful energy. It's one of the more beautiful energies in the traditional tarot of connection. So it's like you have the Eight of, of Swords and Ten of Wands. This is healing what is no longer working for you and then dreaming up what you want. Tower moment, change, but staying, clue, staying um, clear. Uh, and true to yourself as you move towards your two of cups so this is a process of getting from eight of swords to two of cups which is it is what it is work it you know work it all right any final insights for listeners for this next week All right. Oh, we've got Ten of Pentacles. We are the world. Yay. This features like a, the rainbow spectrum of colors, a whole ring of people around the perimeter of the earth, dancing, holding hands. Features outer space, which is always a uh, divine energy. God, universal energy, source, spirit. It's a beautiful card. Ten of Pentacles is the be all of uh, happy home, health, vitality, family, work, money. So security, like capital letters, security, beautiful, healthy, whole uh, home. So yeah, I mean, what's not to like? Yes, please. So we are the world. We all, you know, Everyone's kind of in the same boat when it comes to that, right? Like, who doesn't want a beautiful home, friends, and family, and enough money to um, have a certain sense of freedom, right? And that is there. That's there for you. Uh, it's there for us all. You know, looking for it, knowing knowing what you want in terms of that and, and working towards it uh, is foundational to helping it come into your life. Now, the uh, Queen of Pentacles has shown up too. She just flipped out, flowering. This is a beautiful card and always reminds me of the Empress. So uh, they are quite linked, these two. 
But that again has everything to do with home and health and finances and Queen of Pentacles is very nurturing. She's sitting on a big old lotus flower and she's uh, got all kinds of color and luxurious fabrics and and jewelry and there's like a full moon or like an orb behind her and there's brilliant color and light and it's it's a yummy card <laughs> just all the colors make me go like nah, you know yum 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 so this is a beautiful energy peeps I mean g going through these harder cards and then getting to two of cups and then ten of pentacles and queen of pentacles you're blooming you are flowering you're in the process but in order to do that you know take time to meditate every day clear your mind do energy healing you got to heal that eight of swords stuff guilt whatever that is um and it's not just guilt but shame and uh fear and anxiety and uh, low self-worth self-esteem uh what else all that kind of stuff <laughs> no small thing <laughs> but worth it so you got you got to work hard you got, you know what you have to work hard at healing it that's it doesn't come easy trust take a leap of faith do it this is Knight of Cups showing up. This is, again, a beautiful... I mean, Two of Cups and Knight of Cups. This could be romance. And plenty of people are starting new romantic relationships. But it could also just be a totally new, awesome connection with yourself. <laughs> and God, Universal Energy, Source Spirit. Trust. Take the leap of faith. This shows the person... A person... Um, leaping into a beautiful pink uh, lilac light which is a great that brings us around to the what was I talking about oh yeah that's that beautiful pink purpley uh, color on the sun card so I mean this is healing take take that leap of faith trust when it comes to moving forward in your healing Okay, this is a this is a lovely way to end the reading, I think, because it comes around full circle. Have trust; it's going to be okay. Uh, bottom of the deck is letting go, Eight of Cups. Um, you got to figure out what you need to let go of, and then there's Queen of Wands sharing. So another Queen, hanged man, new vision. Eight of Pentacles, Ordinariness, Page of Swords, Mind, and the Strength card, and the Magician. I'm just going to stop there because I could go on and on. But yeah, I mean, we are all in the process of uh, stepping into new versions of ourselves and our lives. So know that you have the inner courage and the strength to deal with this. And this Page of uh, swords I think it shows up every reading I'm not joking it's that mechanical mind with the smokestacks and the dirty air coming out of the head it's the same kind of dirty air on the eight of swords card so watch what you're thinking watch your mind um, and make sure your thoughts aren't polluting your your you 
<laughs> um, put an air purifier up there. Eight of Pentacles is working hard at mastering something. Master that. Clearing out your mind. Uh, new vision, the Sanged Man, is coming out of a limbo state with a new epiphany. A new way of uh, thinking and being. Queen of Wands is party, party, party. Hostess with the most is sharing. So yeah, share your light with others. Share information. Share the best of you. As you uh, learn to let go of what no longer works for you. It's a process, right? But you are taking that leap of faith. You're trusting. You're healing. You're moving toward healthy new home, happiness, vitality, new way of making money perhaps, new connections with people. Because you have a new truth and clarity that came from some sort of tower moment. But you're committed to the dream of a new life. And that means knowing what to put down, knowing how to heal yourself, heal yourself from feeling overwhelmed, and knowing how to heal yourself from the, the Eight of Swords kind of stuff that keeps you trapped on the inner, which you are doing. I'm so proud of you. Just listening to this podcast is is helping so good for you and thank you for all that you are and do uh, stay tuned for more um, and keep keep on keeping on again I'm proud of you research what being a highly sensitive person means as well because it is um, it is being very sensitive when it comes to all stimulation from all the senses. So you got to learn to monitor that and you got to learn how to how to de-stress and how to um you know what energy is yours and what's not and how to like de how to declutter the mind again and like get clear in terms of body and body energy, okay? So that's your homework assignment. All right. Yeah, stay tuned for more and as always I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much.